North Dakota's never experienced anything like the battle over the Dakota Access Pipeline. Thousands of people from across the globe flocked to a remote grassy field this year, building a village of tents and teepees from scratch. At times, hundreds caravaned from camp to construction sites and to the state capital of Bismarck to stage demonstrations against the 1,200-mile project. This led to clashes with police, whose armored vehicles and pepper spray played out on Facebook streams broadcast live to the world. Inside Energy's Amy Sisk reports. Hundreds of people are still living here atop a sheet of ice. A group of campers chip away at a pile of snow. They say there's a change taking hold at camp. It was once overrun by thousands who felt a sense of excitement about the gathering, but also anxiety and fear. Surveillance helicopters circled overhead, and there was always the concern of a police raid. Before it would just be rumors going back and forth and just, you know, um, people trying to get people kicked out. I mean, it's just a lot of internal conflict. That's Byron Shorty of the Navajo Reservation in Arizona. Now that many have left in wake of the Army Corps of Engineers' decision to halt the pipeline, he says camp is calm. I feel like I haven't had that before. He's sticking around for a bit to clean up abandoned tents. Others have taken on jobs to ensure the camp's longevity, like Jacob Chamberlain chopping firewood. He's here from Scotland. It's not about, you know, taking selfies and saying that you are out here anymore. At this point, it's about being hearty surviving in the cold. He says he'll stay as long as there's a pipeline left to fight. The Corps of Engineers announced earlier this month it would open a lengthy environmental review on the project. But there's a new fossil fuel-friendly administration about to take over in Washington. Standing Rock Council member Chad Harrison attended a recent meeting between tribes and the Trump transition team. He sees efforts like that forum as a good signal from the president-elect. I caught up with him by cell phone. My hope is that that's an indicator of how serious he'll uh, be when it comes to Native American issues. But North Dakota's new governor, Doug Burgum, says he'll urge Donald Trump to approve the project. Still, the new governor met with Standing Rock leaders this week, an effort to rebuild relationships. Local residents say it's about time. Demonstrations stalled traffic in town and disrupted businesses, prompting a robust police response. Shelley Aberly of Bismarck runs a Facebook page supporting law enforcement. It really kind of makes me sad when I see the picture that's being painted across the nation, this narrative that, you know, it's this bad cop thing happening, and that's not here in North Dakota, not at all. Aberly says officers are just trying to prevent worse clashes and protect property. But there are locals who have supported pipeline opponents in peaceful actions. The Unitarian Universalist congregation has supplied food and shelter to the camp for months. The protests have prompted locals to communicate in new ways, says Minister Karen Van Fossen. We aren't often talking about the things that are on our minds, and now we really are. And I think that gives us an opportunity to uh, listen and to grow and to change. Kayla Coe is hoping for that dialogue as well. The Bismarck resident recently spoke to the local paper about the importance of supporting businesses targeted by protesters. But after the article was published, hateful messages flooded her Facebook. Hashtag racist North Dakota. She actually received death threats. 
at what point in time do one of these faceless people become one of the faces in the crowds? You just never know. And that's where <laughs> it gets really, really concerning. <laughs> she says she'd just like a final decision on the pipeline to bring an end to the tension. Whatever the government and the tribe and the energy companies decide to do with that pipeline, I'm good with it. Just give me my hometown back. <laughs> but that decision has been stalled for months. The sides will continue their legal battle in 2017, facing January deadlines to file additional court documents. For Inside Energy, I'm Amy Sisk. Inside Energy has been on the ground covering the Dakota Access Pipeline and Standing Rock Sioux story for months. You can find all of our stories, including photos, video, data, and answers to some of your most pressing questions at InsideEnergy.org.